Greetings, guys and gals. Join me here at Success Over Stress, where the goal is to strengthen strategies that will defeat doubt, cure complacency, and strangle stress. I'm on the road to a healthier, happier, and stress-controlled life by taking control of my financial situation. With the right direction, so can you. All right, guys, I want to try to get this in one take. So follow me, follow me, follow me. This is August. Mm, mm, mm. See, that's what I'm talking about. One take, right? No, this is September the 5th. And today we're going to talk about credit, credit score. So uh, one of the big things that we want to talk about when we talk about credit is how we collectively look at it. And to collectively look at credit, which encompasses how late you are, how often you pay, if you pay timely, what the ledger amounts are, how much you take out, all those things combined, they come together and they give a credit score. So the credit score is one of the most important pieces you want to look at once again. If you listen to me, you know that I talk about keeping a scorecard. You know, taking inventory, doing a tally. So for your credit, it's easy because <laughs> you don't have to do it. They do it for you. The, the credit reporting bureaus, and you need to know what they are. They're Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. Uh, so typically lenders, they're gonna put together uh, a credit score for you come by, based on the information they get from the credit bureaus. And I believe the credit bureaus each have their own uh, and some of them have their own calculations, computations for putting together their own scores. But, and if you look on, so like if you go to Wells Fargo, for instance, they'll put a credit score up there for free. And it's based on, I forget what, what it's based on, but it's based on one of those FICO numbers exclusively from one of the bureaus. But so anyway, you have access to your credit report for free. Guys, please check your credit score. If you don't do anything else, sign up for one of the free websites. Make sure that it's a trusted website, but sign up for one of them. I think the one that I use is, uh, couldn't even tell you right now, because I don't go to it frequently. Uh, what I actually do is I pull my credit report from each of the bureaus so you can pull one credit report from each of the bureaus once a year so what's been suggested before is instead of pulling them all at one time uh, maybe one quarter you pull one report the next quarter you pull another report and then the next quarter you pull the third report so that you have information from all of the three bureaus throughout the year but you didn't pull it all at the same time so already this year i've already pulled uh, two reports from two bureaus so I, i'm on track to pull my third report uh, pretty soon here so make sure that you pull up your credit report know what your fico score is 
The FICO scores typically range from 300 to 850. Of course, 300 being on the lower side, banks probably don't think that you're very credit worthy. Either A, because you've shown that maybe you don't pay your bills on time or have um, have credit amounts that are too high based on your income or based on what you can pay back, or you just don't have a whole lot of credit. So one of the things you need to do if you want to improve your credit score is to actually take out credit, okay? You need to take out credit, but make those payments, okay? And especially if you're trying to improve your credit score, you wanna take out credit and go ahead and um, make those payments every month. Now, if you're over 800, you certainly have bragging rights, but to be over 800 is um, to be in a minority. I believe that the 2018 data showed that 20% of folks had credit scores over 800, but if you're over 760, it's my understanding that that's considered to be an excellent credit score anyhow. So why go through all the hassle? Personally, I used to, oh man, I, I used to love the bragging rights that came with having a high credit score. But you know what? That's great to be able to take out credit or, or, or have access to credit when you need it. But guys, I never used it. I just had a high credit score, but I never utilized it. I never used it to, to leverage, to, to grow my business or any of that. So and once again, a trophy is pretty on the mantle, but if you can actually use it, then I mean, come on. It's, it's like a tool that you have just polished on the mantle. All right, so you can either have it as a tool or a trophy or both, but I'm really using it as a tool now. So I suggest you do the same, but start by improving that credit score. And furthermore, really start by knowing what your credit score is and how to, how to access it. All right, uh, there is a article that I kind of looked at from the Balance 2020. I think the article was by Latoya Irby. She kind of talked about some of the benefits and some of the things that you should consider when thinking about your credit score. One of the things is that you can get very low interest rates on credit cards, loans, you know, that's your mortgage loans, your refinances, um, any of those loans which creditors may take a look at your credit score. If they see that you have a higher credit score, if they find that you are very credit worthy, then they'll give you lower interest rates. And you know why that is, right? Because they want you to take out more credit so that you can owe them more, right? It's an incentive, really. Okay, but then if you have a low credit score, they actually charge you for that. They charge you for the risk that they take on. And I mean, you could think about it from the other aspect too. If you have a uh, high credit score, then your risk isn't so high. So you can get, you can command lower interest rates. Speaking about banks, oh, Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo. Uh, so recently I've been able to 
switched some of my accounts to a local bank here in the Greensboro area, Bank of Oak Ridge. And yeah, I really, I really like them for uh, what they offer the uh, the small business, the rental company. And but because of convenience, I made a very large deposit. Uh, maybe it was like forty grand or something. It was it was a refinance uh, into into Wells Fargo, and they sent me an email back. They actually sent me an email. This is the first time I've been banking with them for. I don't know almost 20 years yeah uh, there were you know Wachovia before that but um, first time I've gotten an email from them where they said hey just checking on you we saw that you made a deposit back a couple days ago and we just want to make sure that 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 we're a company that you would recommend to others and that you would refer I said in my head I'm thinking hey wait a minute because I'm putting money I mean now I I have a good bit of money in there anyway but this was a substantial deposit and so that that means that you hold me in some different esteem that 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 my reverence is different now so and and maybe so but I'm I'm a I'm a small potato I'm a small potato so it just gave me a little bit of maybe what it felt like to some of the some of the big wigs when they actually do a lot of large deposits and that kind of a thing i mean you know the banks are groveling at their feet the banks want their attention you know all the other time we as consumers want the bank's attention we want their respect but you don't get that until you make very large deposits come on man we're all your customers but anyway so another but also do consider though that the interest rate isn't the only thing that the credit lenders look at when they're considering loaning you money they also look at whether or not uh, you're employed how long you've been employed for uh, what your other obligations are those kinds of things uh, with a better credit score, you command more negotiating power. Once again, if you can take your if you can take your uh, your credit requests anywhere, then banks they have they have to listen to you, right? I mean, if you if you have a high credit score and you have and you look good as far as like I said, your employment and everything else that you bring to the table, and you go into a bank, you say, "Hey, I need a loan for twenty thousand dollars." and they see your whole package they've got to say hey man we're we're going to lose money if we don't secure this this client right now right so they're going to be able to offer you um uh they should have other offerings to try to keep you uh in the door and once again Working with a bank like Wells Fargo, I, I wouldn't expect as much because they're a larger bank. They don't have a personal touch. Um, but when you work with smaller banks, yeah, you better believe it. So, okay. You can get approved for higher limits. And once again, that credit that credit score goes up. Your credit worthiness goes up. You got a few more dollars in the bank. Folks are going to be offering you more money. They're going to, like with, uh, I have a Lowe's account. And... 
and sometimes you have to watch these guys too because they'll they'll increase your your credit limit and when you have a higher credit limit that can also impact your credit score too um you know one for the good because now that you have this higher balance hopefully you're not putting as much money on it and so now your utilization rate is lower okay but also at the same time when they increase your balance now it looks like you have more uh you're higher risk to say if you want to go buy a car right so this is what happened with me and it's on the business side so i guess it's not that big a deal um but i have a lowe's account and i think the credit the the limit is like fifteen thousand dollars and just unbeknownst to me i'm checking my my account and the limit is now twenty one thousand dollars so they went up six thousand dollars without me even knowing and like i check my stuff fairly regularly so i'd say within the last quarter they've went up on the credit limit and sometimes they do it as a, like an introductory or a promotion um a promotion period or something like that but this doesn't appear to be a promotion period this is just a new credit limit um but so and once again if if that was on my personal side and say i had fifteen thousand dollars with lows and i didn't have any other um any other unsecured credit lines then when the bank looks at me as an overall package they'll say hey okay you've got a mortgage payment and you've got this fifteen thousand dollars at lowe's that you could potentially use all that fifteen thousand dollars so we're gonna we're gonna allow you to buy this car you're trying to get this car loan we're gonna allow you to buy this car but we're gonna let you get a twenty thousand dollar car okay because we'll we'll loan you that much now that's with the fifteen thousand dollar um credit card at lowe's so now that lowe's has bumped it up to twenty one thousand dollars now six thousand dollars more okay so if i go to the same bank they're going to look at my overall picture but now they're going to say whoa well wait a minute what happened in the last month you can potentially be indebted to lose six thousand more dollars so we can't offer you a twenty thousand dollar car loan we've got to offer you a car loan that's now six thousand dollars less because we have to we have to make sure that the debt to income ratio we have to make sure that the overall picture of how much credit you have out is within within a margin Okay, so now instead of them giving me a $20,000 loan on a car, now they're only going to be able to offer me a $14,000 loan on a car. So once again, the more, the higher the credit limits and everything that you have out, it can affect your ability to get credit in the future. So be strategic. And when I say take inventory of what you got going on, when I do my personal financial statement, I have every account listed i have what that maximum amount of credit is 
you know, how much I've used of that. And so then I can have a good idea about how much where I can pull money from. OK, because if you want to go out and get a loan on a on a house or something like that, you're going to be able to pull X amount of money. And if you have these other credit limits, if you have these other places that you can pull money from. Well, then the next lending institution is not going to. They're not going to give you that freedom to pull money from their institution when you already have it accessible at these other institutions. So honestly, for me, that uh, that twenty one thousand dollars at Lowe's, I really don't need it. I I, I don't go that high with Lowe's, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it for a while. So anyway, um, what else? So. Yeah, another thing about credit is that you can get um, when it comes time to utilities and that kind of a thing. You can get some utilities turned on without having to put down payments down, you know, security deposits, all those kinds of things. Oh, and for you guys who are renters, um, landlords, landlords like myself, landlords they tend to check credit scores. Now, I personally don't check credit scores as much. I think I will during this COVID time, this next one or two tenants that I get in. Um, but we'll talk about that another time. Uh, a credit score, once again, shows a general picture of your spending habits. Now, the the rental criteria that I use, the screening criteria that I use, it also has components that helps give me an idea of what somebody's spending habits are. Is it the same as a credit score? No. Can a credit score be high and somebody else, somebody also have uh, poor spending habits? Yes. Can a credit score be low and somebody recently has done very well with their spending and they're spending within their, uh, their lifestyle? Yes. So uh, nothing is concrete. Nothing is foolproof. So just be smart about everything. Try to keep a good picture about uh, everything that you got going on. But where am I at? I think that's it. I think I think that's it. Not going to give you a whole lot of statistics about uh, the credit scores and, and what people have these days. I already gave you one or two of those, but um, credit score is something that's very personal to people. And, and just make sure that um, because you can improve it, you can improve it whether or not you have, whether or not you make $100,000 or whether or not you make $10,000 a year. You can, I don't want to say you can improve it just the same, but I mean, really you can because it's, uh, your credit score is in relation to your income. It's in relation to what what you what you bring in. It's what you spend um, in relation to what you bring in. So once again, somebody makes a hundred thousand dollars a year, but they take trips every month, and they have a yacht, and they have fancy cars, and they living really above their means. Their credit score can be just as sucky as the person who makes $10,000 a year who is actually spending their money on 
more essential needs, but they just don't have a lot of extra money to do any of the the fun stuff. So are their lifestyles going to be different? Yeah. Um, but will their credit scores be similar? They can be. Anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed this one. This one is all about credits. All right. This is Eric with Success Over Stress. I'm out. Peace.